Welcome to Reboot or Rewind, a podcast in which we talk about our favorite movies and TV shows and the reboots that are bound to happen. I'm Rachel. And I'm Ty. Let's rewind back to 2003 and watch One Tree Hill. <laughs> what you talking about, Will? You got it, dude. You little nasty. Hold on tight, spider monkey. <laughs> Happy New Year! Happy 2023! Um, how has your... Uh, we, it's been a while. It's been a long time um, since we last recorded. Mm-hmm. Um, so has your year started off good? Has it started off great? Yes, um, I did. Uh, my goal was to work out every day. That has not come into fruition, but I have been like eating better and I, you know, all that are like, um, it's nice. Yeah, it's been pretty good. Um, school started my last semester. Mm-hmm. I am, I am like lap, what, four? I'm ready to be done. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's it. Like, I haven't really been doing much. Um, I'm happy that we have Martin Luther King Day. It's, is coming up so i get an extra day to myself which is also the day i have class so i don't have class either so it's like a perfect like yeah that's it nice yeah i'm excited for the, three, the three-day weekend rachel how's your class it's good it's good um i like writing i like reading and writing essays and that's what i'm doing so um yeah i'm excited um to be back in school yeah and my you know my year's starting off pretty pretty much pretty much good can't complain waiting for this i got this prediction that 2023 was going to be my year of wealth and prosperity so i'm look at that. waiting for that to take effect <laughs> i don't know yeah. what my year is going to be maybe i should look that up yeah i got this like well i don't i saw this thing on instagram that was like the number one hit song on your 23rd birthday Whatever what was the number one song on your 23rd birthday is how your 2023 year is going to go. And what was and the song on your birthday? I think it was. So I, I looked I, the first time I looked it up, it said Psycho by Post Malone. But I didn't uh-huh. trust the site. So I looked it up again and it was actually Nice for What by Drake. Oh, wow. That is a good song for it to be like, you know, when, when did we turn 23? <laughs> five years we turned ago. 23 in 2018. <laughs> five years ago. I can't believe it was five years ago. Wait. um. 23 top song may it might help to search like number one billboard song okay it was this is america and i really hope it's not because that is a sad <laughs> song and i don't want that to be me it's a bop it is a bop but not a song to live 2023 by yeah so this Man, is america sad. and nice for what I don't know if that means that in 2023 I'm gonna be like I'm gonna who cares about being nice like is that what it means it means like (laughs) it's not really that you're not nice it's like it's nice to guys who are like trying to push you into a certain box like I shouldn't have to be nice to you just because like you're paying because you want to go out on a date with me I shouldn't have to be nice to you because I have my own car I have my own house I have my own job you know you have to bring something else into this mix for yeah, me sure. to be, you know, affectionate towards you. 
Okay. Nice for what? I can pay for my own vacation. <laughs> this is America's sad. Like I said, yeah. a bop. Great dance tune, but the lyrics is about like Yeah, not very most- it's not doesn't really um like it doesn't really present a very hopeful or optimistic year for you. <laughs> I don't like this at all. I'd rather nice for what? That would have been great. <laughs> Well, speaking of nice for what, this show that we're talking about, I feel like none of these characters are nice uh, <gasps> based on my interpretation of them. So can't wait to explore that with you because um, I know it's one of your favorite, but I was turned off by every single character on this show. <laughs> so nice for Actually, what? Let's explore yeah. One Tree Hill. Um, but before we do, why don't you tell us a little bit about it, Ty? One Tree Hill is American drama television series created by Mark Schwain, which premiered in 2003 on the WB and from season three on the CW. So it was during that time when they did their merge. The show ran for nine seasons ending in 2012. The show starting the premise of half-brothers Lucas and Nathan Scott as they as their distant lives collide when Lucas joins the high school basketball team where Nathan is the star player. The show highlights the lives of their friends, Haley, Peyton, Brooke, Mouse, and Skills. The show follows them as they navigate high school life, school, pressures from parents, and romance. Oh, and it's also based in a physical, a fictional town of North Carolina. Yeah, which is the state that we live in. Yes. <laughs> but they live, on, like, they live on the coast. Oh, are they supposed to be like Outer Banks? No, I would say more like Greenville because like they could drive to Duke fairly oh. easily, so they have to be like maybe like thirty minutes from the water, mm-hmm. but then also like thirty minutes from like the triangle, yeah. or like I guess an, I would say an hour from the triangle. So like I would say like that like ECU area, or maybe even Fayetteville, maybe like near Fayetteville. I mean that it very much gives like Fayetteville or Reedsville vibes. So mm-hmm. that wouldn't yeah, that wouldn't entirely surprise me. I just know it's nowhere near the mountains. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely <laughs> um, not near mountains. Yeah. So I uh, so this was I watched this for the first time this past two weeks, uh just to prepare for this episode. Um it's something that we've had like on the agenda for a while, but we kept kind of I think it, it kept getting pushed back just because it was a show that required a lot of preparation. It does have nine full seasons. Yes. <laughs> um, which is a lot to nine full seasons of really long episodes. Mm-hmm. Um like I think there was a point where I was like watching it through and I was like, okay, I've been watching this for like a good like five hours now. So I should be pretty deep in the season one. And I looked down and it was like still episode three. <laughs> <laughs> um and so it it was you know and listeners forgive me if you know there's something that i say that's like maybe not quite right or something because obviously with that amount of time i was only able to have like a cursory understanding of the series um you know so if i claim something about the character that's wrong i'm sure ty will check me but <laughs> <laughs> listeners especially the first why. four seasons <laughs> um but i do feel like i got my fiddle of the show i do feel like i will not be returning to the series um and uh, I guess we'll talk about that more throughout the episode. 
Uh, so before we do, um, what, like, I know this is like one of your favorite series ever. So like, why? (laughs) Well, if you look at my viewing (laughs) over during that time, it makes perfect sense. Like between, because I probably backed watch seasons like one through four, because I really started watching one tree hill when i moved to north carolina like i wasn't really watching it when i was in when i was living in brooklyn i was mostly watching it when i like when i moved here and i think it either came on right before or right after gossip girl so they knew how to get me (laughs) and then on there used to be a um i mean maybe i just don't have like that type of cable anymore (laughs) who has cable with like 800 channels anymore right but they used to have this channel called soap.net like it was like where they used to play like all these like old school soap operas so they used to back they used to play the reruns of one tree hill on there so i used to watch like seasons like those seasons i missed i used to watch that to put in some i don't think i i think i started on season four in my original watch and so Yes, and it, like I said, I was watching Gossip Girl, I I was a little bit watching the OC, but not really, but definitely Gossip Girl, definitely Veronica Mars, I was living on the CW, they had me there, I love a good, like, I know other people don't, but I love a good romance triangle, love triangle, I love it, give it to me. (laughs) And I was also was really high key into High School Musical, which also is about basketball. <laughs> they knew they had their key demographic. Their key demographic was me. Yeah, like that all makes sense. It does. It's <laughs> it is very like very CW, very Gossip Girl, very um. Yeah, I mean it's like. I mean, it was a teen drama, like Dawson's Creek 1, like 9120, like the original 9120 is very much in that era of, you know, teen dramas. Mm-hmm. Very much like a soap opera. <laughs> I do, though, feel that, like, a lot of those other shows had more redeemable characters or, like, weren't sacrificing the... um weren't sacrificing what they had set up the character up to be for the sake of random dramatic storylines. I feel like One Tree Hill was very much um, just making its characters suffer for the sake of drama. Um, Mm -hmm. So they would have their characters make bad choice after bad choice after bad choice for the sake of drama. And it gets to a point where it's like, you kind of just like want to see the characters be at peace for a second um and the characters like do things that don't make sense like i said just for the sake of drama and i'll there's one thing that i want to talk about regarding that but it has to do with relationships so we can stay we can avoid it for a second at first i was gonna say like you're like you're wrong but then for one particular like trio of couple i'm like what what are you guys doing because like when i rewatch it now I I understand. I understand what you're saying. Because if you're talking about, like, Lucas, Peyton, and Brooke... Yeah, it makes no sense. Fucking crazy. They sh- Brooke should have left him alone, first of all. Right. Like, 
and it makes no sense lucas choosing brooke over peyton several times when it's established very early on in the series that lucas is obsessed with peyton exactly and so yes i which is very hard because i think we talked about this when i said that lucas i think it's the episode it's the boy meets world episodes could we talk me and um harina who also likes when she held we talked about how we don't like Corey, even though he's the main character, and we compared it to Lucas. Like, I love One Tree Hill, but I do not like Lucas. I love Chad Michael Murray. I love looking at him. <laughs> but yes. his character is a mess, and he's not the reason why I watch One Tree Hill. But I get mad because my favorite character is attached to him. Actually, two of my favorite characters are attached to him in two different ways, and he treats both of them like shit. <laughs> Yeah, okay, so let's talk about favorite character then. And, like, I, I do second exactly what you said. I, f- I love Lucas for the fact of, for the simple matter of that, it's Chad Michael Murray. And um, love to see him on my screen. But the what they did to Lucas's character after, like, episode five just goes downhill from there for the entire series. Just cannot make the right decision. Um, but who is your favorite character? My favorite two characters, and they also have the best best friend relationship on the show. Haters, I don't. I mean, I think it's this, if you like Witcher Hill, I think you disagree. I think people who don't watch Witcher Hill disagree, but it's it's Brooke and Haley. They're my two favorite characters for very different reasons, and Lucas shits on them for very two different. Reasons. Brooke and <laughs> Haley, you said? Yeah, are my two favorite. Okay, characters. yeah, and I think it's because. Brooke has, like, the wit of Blair, but without the true meanness, like, especially after season one. I think season one, they prepared her to be just the typical queen bee, like a Blair Waldorf, but then in season two, once you really, like, get her family dynamic background and why, like, being popular is so important to her um because i feel like she was playing popularly like a political campaign like she's always trying to campaign herself about why she's the best Mm -hmm. and that's why she felt threatened by Haley getting with nathan but i also think that it was a little bit like Peyton's her best friend and unlike Peyton, she is loyal (laughs) but we could we could get to that in another we could get to that in another part. But, and that's why I love, I love, that's why, I, like, especially, like, season two on, I think Brooke becomes the only person with a moral compass and who sticks yeah. to their moral compass. And everyone else, like you said, wavers because the plot needs them to waver. But I think Brooke and Haley, their, re- their reasons for doing things are probably the most understandable. Do I agree with a lot of them? No, but I can see why them as a character made those decisions. Shouldn't Haley really should have went on that tour? No, but I know why she did it, you know? Yeah. I mean, I don't know why she got married to Nathan in season one, but you know. Exactly. So, like, yeah, we'll definitely talk about that with those relationships because gar- garbage plot line, but I, I, I will agree I with you that I, that. I think Brooke is up there for me, too. Um, because like 
she actually is the one of the only characters who has an actual satisfying like character development arc throughout the series. Like she s- starts off like shallow, but you see those inklings of like her wanting more. Um, and then like she actually gr- does grow to be a good person. Um, it's in it is interesting in this series that like everyone who starts off like a good noble person that you're supposed to like becomes like trash. Yeah. And everyone who starts off like bad, like either shallow and just like kind of one dimensional or just like a real asshole becomes like someone you're supposed to like and like become Nathan like, and Brooke yeah. is a exactly. of a good character. Yeah, <laughs> so Nathan good. and Brooke are the least likable characters in the beginning. They become the only like redeemable characters after a while. But and then like Lucas and Peyton are supposed to be like the good ones like they seem like oh they're meant to be lucas seems like he's the good boy like going all the way through and then their characters just Mm -hmm. get so twisted and warped um and i I don't know if that's the theory the the writing to blame and or if that's like how their characters were supposed to be like we were just fooled at first like they weren't actually that um i don't know but it is interesting how they do that I, I, I still never didn't fooled. like Nathan at the end of the series. I know they were trying to like trying to sell us Nathan. I never, never liked Nathan. <gasps> I know they I were really Nathan. trying to sell us Nathan, but I just they won me over. The way that he starts off, mm-hmm. and then just like we're supposed to then believe that, oh, Haley has changed him, and oh, it's his relationship with his dad is what's causing this. No, he's just an asshole like he's an asshole he does stuff that he didn't need to do in the very beginning and it's just like the fact that he gets married to Haley in the first season the fact they they tried to trick us into Mm -hmm. thinking Nathan and Haley should be in love right away there was no basis of that relationship suddenly Haley's super interested in him for no reason when he's a douchebag to Lucas okay I I think wait, hold on, wait. Okay. I think I don't even know how to explain this without hours and hours. I know I'm, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um I Nathan won me over. Nathan won me over, but only because he actually had consequences to his stupid actions. And I think that's probably why. Like, even in a season two when he gets emancipated, oh, I guess technically, like, season one into season, like, he struggles. Like, he, like, a lot of his constant, like, a lot of his, like, things that he did actually had consequences, unlike Lucas. Like, Lucas gets to cheat on his fiance, and Lindsay's the one who leaves him at the altar, not because he cheated, but she's like, oh, I just see that you're, like, really in love with her, so I'm gonna leave. Don't give him that cop-out. <laughs> but, like, unlike, like, when that, like, whole situation, like, Lucas constantly does not, like, reading from country does not come to him. Sometimes it does, but not really because he still gets the girl at the end. He goes mope and go write his stupid journal and write his stupid book. I feel like, and it's, I think it's also just the way, because I, I tie, like, you know how you, like, going back to another past episode, 
when you talk about Jess in the Gilmore Girls episode, when you were describing Jess, I automatically thought of Lucas. Lucas is that person who I will hated to be in an English class with. Just the way that he just thinks that he's so superior because he read all these books and all this other stuff. Like, he was trying to, like, get Brooke to read these books when they were dating or whatever. It's like, she's not interested. Pick a girl who's interested in those things. Don't change her. Like, um... But yes, I think not to go not to go too much off tangent and talk all about Luke. I but I think the reason why I like Nathan is because bad things happened to him and he had to grow from those things and learn from his actions and actually stand up for what he wants. Cause the whole thing about like Haley leaving, like he didn't tell her his feelings. He should have just said something to her before she left. He didn't say anything and then gets mad and then listens to his dad to like do the divorce papers which first of all they shouldn't have gotten married in the first place but they're children <laughs> right they're it makes sense that they don't know how to handle that situation because they're children why yeah. how in the world did they love each other enough by the end of season one after barely knowing each other or even just three episodes into the season how are they mm-hmm. already getting married because when Nathan Haley... is still an asshole at that yeah. point that's because Haley is a hopeless romantic and also i feel like i think they were trying to like play into that that's trope of like she got married early so she could say that she, that she waited to like have sex like while she was married so instead of just yeah but like just being like committed and steady they're like you know what we want them to have sex but we want Haley also to keep her moral ground <laughs> so we're gonna let them get married that's how Which you know dumb. these writers have never talked to a teenager before. No. Because no. it's like, that's not that's not the teenager sense of logic. It's not mm. like, oh, well, I'm not going to have sex until marriage, so I guess I'm going to get married at 16. Like, like maybe in the in the 1900s. Maybe in the yeah. 1890s. But like in the early 2000s, no one was like But that. that's not how things happen today. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they'd sooner give up on that aspiration of waiting then mm-hmm. just get, they get just married that. young just to do that they should have just did that they should have like you know what <laughs> i love it <laughs> right <laughs> and because the thing is it's like because another reason why i don't like lucas is in that situation he's blaming nathan like you corrupted her like did you not just make her own decision and decide that like she you're changing your moral compass for him it's like first of all they got married so i guess technically she didn't change his moral compass but also they literally argued about it like maybe like eight episodes before yeah my love for this show is not based in current logic it's based in 13 year old ties logic (laughs) so i can talk about this stuff to the boo in my face about how bad and problematic it is i'm just putting this warning I'm going to watch and I'm going to love every single episode. But I mean, it's very why... dramatic. It's incredibly mm-hmm. dramatic. Oh yeah. So like, I'll and give I it that. It <laughs> yeah, and you know, and that's. I mean, it's the same as honestly. I'm gonna. This might be bold, but I'm gonna liken it to Secret Life of American Teenager, because Secret Life of American Teenager also it's just cr- like wild out of the blue drama for no reason. Like, and the characters could never be satisfied. Like, they were constantly cheating on each other, breaking up with each other, like, dating people for no reason for three episodes. And I think it's, like, similar with One Tree Hill. It's just, like, it was just drama after drama after drama. Just the writers were coming in that room just, like, okay, what's the 
scandal of today? Like what's what's going to be the wild out of the blue thing that happens to them today? What's going to be the terrible decision the characters make today? Um, I, just like let them be at peace. I actually, I guess be also probably because I watched them like together. My hatred of Peyton, I guess it's truly just like the hatred of Peyton. It like reminds me of my hatred of Emma from Degrassi. Oh, that I'm (laughs) I'm quirky. I'm better than other girls. Even though I am a cheerleader, I talk shit about them. And she draws. And she draws. My sketches. (laughs) Which is fine. You could be that thing. But this is also like... But she's only a cheerleader. Even though she hates the cheerleader, she's only a cheerleader because her mom was a cheerleader. She did it to be close to her. But she's still not like every other girl. And that's the reason why Lucas loves her because she's a manic pixie dream girl. But uh, she dates Nathan. like So she has to have flaws because <laughs> she dates Nathan <laughs> before his character art. <laughs> and broke up with him and got back together. And broke up with him and got back together. It was crazy. I, I don't know if you watched the episode of season three when you find out that literally like their whole like real like their love like I guess quad quadrilateral pentagon um was actually like a hexagon. Cause in that ep- in episode season three you find out that when Brooke and Nathan had broke up he had slept with when, when Peyton and Nathan has um, broke up he slept with Brooke so like literally now all of them literally like has some type of romantic connection to the whole cast yeah and just like <laughs> wasn't there a thing that like Nathan lost his virginity to Haley's sister or sister yes. yes yeah in freshman year <laughs> <laughs> it's such a stupid show I would never say like I knew you probably would not have liked this show because like as the older I get, it gets harder to watch it. But because of my teen nostalgia of me loving this show, I would never stop watching it. I don't care how much cringy it's going to get. And it's always so much easier for me to watch seasons one through four than six through nine. Yes. Now, I will say the sh- the show didn't lose me right away. It was like the first two episodes were actually really good. I think they built a solid foundation. Um, so it's not like I don't see at all what you see in this show. It's not like I think it's like trash. And And I agree that early on it's better simply because like when they had a direction for the characters that w- that uh, like you could see it was really nice. The moment I started seeing the inkling of Haley falling too hard, too fast for Nathan. And oh no. Like I was like, wait, I and I this is when the moment when I actually like looked something up for the first time. It was like episode four. I was like, are they gonna get together? Because I'm not gonna like that. Like they're gonna really have to sell me on that if that ends up. And then I find out it happens that same season that they get married. And I'm like, what the hell? So honestly, my my I think overall critique for this show they needed to learn what a slow burn looks like because they yeah, could have let nathan burn. and Haley be a slow burn they mm. could have let lucas and nathan becoming friends be a slow burn they could have mm. had lucas and peyton be a slow burn they could have chosen a few slow burns there were no slow burns not a single one they just went too hard too fast with every single idea they had in season one and then onward I have a theory, and that is Jake. 
Jake is the Jake sucks. Pick. Okay. <gasps> no, Look, go ahead. If I would have, if I there's two character skills in Jake that I will put as my favorite characters, but both of them have no character development, and they also exactly like, even though skills, skills is there, but skills is like the magical Negro. He's there when <laughs> yeah. nice, and they need someone to watch Jamie. But other than that, he's not really doing that much. Love him to death, but he's just not really doing anything. Um, even Mouse has more plot than skills does. But anyway, besides the point. My reason is, so I think that they linked Peyton. I think Peyton and Lucas were supposed to be like maybe end game season four. Like in my mind, when they were doing season one, like they liked it. Like I think. Like he was like her first, like Lucas was like in love with her from afar and all this stuff, but then he joins their world. They might like each other, but he was supposed to end up with Brooke. Two things I think happened. One, Chad Michael Mary and Sophia Bush in real life gets married. He cheats on her with Paris Hilton, gives her chlamydia and a day break up. And I think that put also put a linchpin into the what happened in the Lucas and Brooke pipeline because I feel like Sophia Bush just did not want to be around him. Two is I think Jake leaving and never coming back really except for in that weird episode in season three when um in season three when um Peyton gets addicted to cocaine and he comes back to like snap her out of it. He should have just stayed and they should have just like got together and then Lucas and Brooke would have gotten together and I think it would have been, been like a thing. But I feel like because Jake never really came back and really was an actual player in the romance chain, we had that stupid love triangle. Because I either I don't think that the love triangle was intended to stay as long as it was. But I think, yeah. like I said, some of the outside things was getting infiltrating into the show. It was honestly surprising to hear you say allegedly that about the whole thing about Sophia Bush. <laughs> I. That's what I learned from tabloids. So maybe it's not true. But let me just say that as a caveat that it made me. <laughs> a disclaimer. Um, disclaimer. Actually, of... add this part in the beginning before I mention all this stuff. Disclaimer. <laughs> this all is allegedly that this stuff happened. Allegedly. Okay. <laughs> this is whole... um, Jake is the flattest character we've ever seen. Oh, totally. Jake came my out of heart box. wanted them together. My heart wanted Peyton and Jake together in my whole soul. For me, they were endgame. I wanted it. They were my... I won't say my, o, my OTP because they didn't last. So I guess Nathan and Haley was my OTP because they actually was there and they actually had some character development. But I loved Jake. I don't know if it was the baby. <laughs> I think it probably was the baby. Yeah, probably. I mean, he was... I think he was supposed to be... Like, he was supposed to be good, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, there wasn't much to him. And he was so incredibly loyal to Lucas, like, mm-hmm. right off the bat, not knowing him. Hands him Atlas Shrugged, says, give this a read. No Whoa, high schoolers <laughs> recommending Atlas Shrugged to their friends. <laughs> and it was just so canned. And it's like they, it's like, it, it's like Jake was a robot they sent in there to be Lucas's friend. Um, Jake was an awful character, and I cringed every time he was on this on the on the screen. Oh, this so much. This is like I said. This is where Todd's like thirteen year old brain was like, yes, 
Okay. <laughs> Someone to give because I feel like I feel like that thing was like Lucas kind of enabled Peyton too much and her weird inconsistencies, and I feel like Jake could have mellowed her out, but he did not stay long. And also, yeah, like Luke is sleeping with his like. Because a lot of this is, like, I don't understand the concept of age in this show because Nikki was, like, a full college student. And Jake had to be, like, 16. If he I was mean, that's on par for 2000s teen shows, though. <laughs> but you really think, like, I think she probably was, like, 19. No no older than 20. This 19-year-old girl has sex with a 16-year-old, gets yeah, pregnant, I'm- it's like, you know what? I'm going to give the baby to this 16-year-old boy. There's almost, in every 2000s teen show, there's at least one age-inappropriate relationship. Um, that is Often multiple. True. I mean, let's, Vampire Diaries. <laughs> Secretly of a Married Teenager. Once we go when Rachel Dates Dan. Kids getting with these high schoolers. Yeah. And usually consequences coming from them. But never legal consequences. So no, never leave. Let's talk about that. <laughs> um, but let's. So we do have to move on to reboot soon. But before we do, any like just top favorite scenes that come to mind? Not a favorite scene because it's really sad. I think. I think it has. Okay, maybe I'm biased, but this is a biased thing. I think they're. I think they handle their school shooting episode pretty well for for mm-hmm. two thousand and what was that like? Probably like six or seven season three so probably like season like five um 2005 or whatever i think they did a pretty good episode the way that they looped the plot in with dan and keith i think that was weird but i think that dan would do something like that take an opportunity to do something heinous under the shroud of something else happening so i think it was very much onto the course um the episode Season, cause like I said, season one, Nathan, I mean, not Nathan, sorry, Lucas was really mean to Haley because even though Haley was probably was doing these things to make Nathan like her, let her be her, like, let her do her thing. Like, when she became a cheerleader for that one episode just because they needed help, like, oh, look, you're already changed, like, you're already changing for him. It's like, maybe she was friends. Maybe she sees you hanging out with them and you keep on telling her, like, they're not that bad. And yeah. she wants to be friends with them. And then, like I said, you're dating two, like, you really have dated two cheerleaders at that point. Right, and he's on the basketball team, and maybe she just wants to be more involved in her best friend and boyfriend's, like, lives. Right. Because they're both exactly. basketball players. Right. Um, <laughs> and she's going to be at the games anyway. Might as well do mm-hmm. something there. But, of course, you know, in the first season, like, the like when they went to the, the party at Duke, and then Peyton gets... um roofie that was really like a pivotal moment of my of my childhood because i was like i got like really scared which you should be because people still do that to this day um and then yeah i think all my most iconic moments happened in season one because i think season one is like it's not even my favorite season i think season three is my favorite season because that's also the season when uh, Nathan and Haley gets like a like a wedding because they didn't get a wedding the first time, and then you find out that she's no, you do not find out that she's pregnant in season three. You find out that she's pregnant in season four, and but season four was very convoluted with the whole like 
point shaving and the cheating scandal and like all that gambling stuff like that kind of like ruined the season four for me i didn't like rachel no offense <laughs> not you rachel i don't like the character rachel um i think she was kind of like there just to add drama but there was nothing like there was already so much drama happening like we don't need we don't need you to be here but i guess brooke needed someone to be like rivals with after like Peyton kind of like did her emo phase um and she wasn't talking to her because she was with Nathan I mean with Lucas but then she takes Lucas back and I just don't get it and also okay sorry before we get up get before we go into reboot territory we didn't really talk about the like the latter half did you watch any episodes from the latter half of the of the show no, I mean, I know um, largely what happens for most of them, but mm-hmm. no, no specific episodes. Luke and Julian probably are one of my favorite couples. I, I enjoy them a lot, but also has the has the baggage of the, of the Julian dated Peyton in the past, which I don't understand why they had to do that. Everything has to be intertwined. <laughs> Everything has to be intertwined. It's always going to be a, a thing with them. They had a weird naming mechanism for their kids. Most of them named their kids after their last name, and then their middle name is their f- is their best friend. I guess because all they all wind up, you know, except for Brooke marrying a Scott. So Jamie, so um, Haley names her and Nathan's kid James Lucas Scott, um, because her last name is Haley James, but I guess now she's Haley Scott. And then Peyton names her kid her daughter. Sawyer Brooke Scott and I didn't understand that naming mechanism I don't know why they both did it it's weird um and also Jamie looking more like Lucas than Nathan was also very interesting which they talked about a lot saying that that they everyone thinks that that's Lucas kid and also I don't like Quinn as her sister I think so yeah (laughs) Um. I had to add all that stuff in at them towards the end is there anything else that I wanted to mention oh Speaking of season one, Haley getting that tattoo is very interesting, and I don't know why she did it. Did you see that? Oh, episode? she gets a tramp stamp of what? I forget. Nathan's number, right? Oh, because they, because I, like I said, they were really trying to like trick us into Nathan and Haley making more sense than they did. Like they were like, oh, how can we show that Haley's obsessed with Nathan and in love with Nathan? Let her get a tattoo inspired for Nathan. And then Nathan. And literally, Nathan says, we haven't even had sex yet. Why did you get a your number tattooed on me? And then literally two episodes later, they get married. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> I know, like, Nathan's Nathan's a little confused about that tattoo. Totally fine with teenage marriage. Um, yeah. Especially when, like, he slept with, like, practically the whole Tillian squad at that point. Like, he is known to be a player. Like this, Haley did not change him in like the six months that they knew each other because it literally was probably because basketball season's what maybe November, December. Mm-hmm. I'm training for basketball because like it's a winter sport, so it's so it's like during the winter. From then to like the end of the school year, which was like May, like they were not together for that long. Because <laughs> Lucas yeah. was only gone for the summer. And then right. they had a new school year. So they got married in the summer. Like, he has, like, it was not that time. Like, it was not, they were maybe. It was a single for- semester at best that they, <laughs> that they even knew, knew of each other's months. existence. Six yeah. months. Tops. 
And they getting uh, married, and her parents were okay with it. Right, like I said, slow. And burn. then they move. They need the writers need to learn what a slow burn is. And then um, they move. That. Uh, I don't. I mean, I don't have any favorite scenes, um, particularly because I I didn't watch a whole lot of it. But like the Ravens winning the state championship, I think most of my favorite scenes. Like I really like how they did the sports scenes, like the actual playing the ba- basketball, because it, like it's it was really well done and well shot. Um, like Nathan and Lucas's one on first one on one in season one. Um, like was they play a callback to a lot in in the show. I mean, yeah. Um, and like Lucas taking the Scott off of his uniform, like that was very drama. Um, I loved it. Yeah, and then he and only keeping and it for Keith. back. It's good stuff. Um, but other than that, like I mean, I was just so like disgusted by the drama on this show that. A lot of those scenes like <laughs> that I think were supposed to be strong, like were lost on me because mm-hmm. I was like gross. You um, also missed a lot of like the parents' drama because could you like you know, which is also very interesting because you also find out that their parents are just as petty as them. No, I mean I know like doesn't like so Dan kills Keith and mm-hmm. Dan's like a criminal and like wasn't Nathan's mom gonna like set the house on fire or something and like so it, well we don't need to get into it because we do need to move on <laughs> but i i, mean, I would say this the parents are just as messy as the teens it's the same thing in like secret life of american teacher teenager same thing in like all, all these other like teen shows the parents are also I think it was terrible supposed to be like, i think it was also supposed to be history repeats itself because like lucas never wanted to be Dan, but that he had a blonde and a brunette fighting over him, like his father did. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I also <laughs> like Coach Whitey. He was a great coach. Yeah, he was very like stereotypical, like coach, oh, yeah. coach character. Like, yeah. it's gonna be my way or the highway, boys. Like, <laughs> and he's like, I believe in you, but I'm rough and tough. <laughs> like, I mean, they need a structure in their lives, though. They need a <laughs> yeah. structure because yeah. He's very much a mentor coach figure. Mm-hmm. Um rough and tough. But he's gonna be inspirational about it. Yeah. Um all right. So reboot, I mean, listeners can probably tell at this point, like, I don't think there should be a reboot. I barely thought there should have been the last five seasons. Um but <gasps> Yeah. It's really hard though for a team. I think they did the best that they could have with it. Um it is hard because like they lived in such a small town. Like it's very weird that they all stayed. And it was like yeah. committed to staying there. Especially Brooke. Like Brooke was like multi-million dollar fashion designer Brooke. Her mama was right. You need to get out of this town. Yeah. Why are you letting these people bring you back in? Right. And that's because, that's precisely why I don't think we need a reunion of them because they were together too long. They needed to they need to separate. We need to see a separation <laughs> of them, not a reunion of these characters. It would also be hard to well, it's been it's been off the air for a, almost eleven years. Like it's been like 10, 10 years, and I think it went off like in September. So like it's it's haven't been it's been like ten years and. They did a flash forward for the last episode. Mm-hmm. So you see that. I don't know if it was that was the game or Jamie already surpassed Nathan's um scoring average. Um 
but yeah so i think they already kind of got there like where are they now mm-hmm. still living in one tree hill weird <laughs> weird um it's like glee like why are you guys all coming back to lima ohio go away <laughs> um yeah especially how much they talked about them wanting to leave one tree hill them always coming back but right they're all really still good friends and I really like listening to the One Tree Hill podcast that they do. They have like a task podcast, just like a lot of shows where like the three, Haley, Peyton, and Brooke um, recap all the episodes. Um, even though Peyton's not in the last three, but last three seasons, but yeah. Yeah. Um, I do agree with you that like the flash forward, it makes it, it kind of like deletes any necessity for a like a reboot of these characters because we know how they end up um also i think at that point we don't really care um and it's also like it's high school character or like they were originally in high school at the beginning of the series and it's just like it's not entirely realistic to see a flash forward or see a potential reboot where they're all still completely intertwined in each other's lives um because like you know we talked about before on this podcast but like you know you might still stay in touch with like a handful of people from high school like like you know i i still have friends from high school but like the fact when we see like these people like in glee where their lives are almost exclusively and entirely intertwined still with their entire group from high school it doesn't make any sense and i guess it's supposed to be like small town vibes but like you just you want you end up like wanting more a little bit for the characters like rather than see a flash forward and them and of them still all in each other's lives it's kind of like, oh, so really nothing else happened to them in these years? No one else, like, met anyone new or, like, like branched out of this group a little bit and formed their own life or moved away? Like, Yeah, because they, they did a four-year jump. Viewers, I don't know if you guys, hopefully you guys watch or know the show pretty well. But season five is a, they skipped college. So we do not, we only get, like, a flashback of them in college. But that's why it's very interesting in Brooke. I can see Brooke being in season five, but then I feel like she, if anyone was going to go away and live her life and maybe come back, like I said, for Janie's birthday or something like that, it would have been Brooke. Yeah. Especially she had the least ties. First of all, yes. Also, <laughs> Peyton, once Peyton and Lucas got together, there was no reason for Brooke to be there. Brooke pushed them together because she's a good friend. She should not have did that. I don't know why she's still friends with Brooke, I mean, Peyton and Lucas, but she pushed them together after all that, and then she should have went away and been the billion, the millionaire that she was, and Millicent could have ran the store. They still wanted Millie to be there, and she and Millie could have gotten with Mouse, and that was it. And, and, and you know, and if she comes back, like I said, for the for like this every season she comes back for like a birthday or an opening or something but brooke should not have been there brooke should have been living her life in paris any if yeah. anyone's gonna have friends outside of this it would have been it would have been brooke and maybe she would have had a mini arc when julian came to to do the one tree hill movie maybe she would come in to like you know help them with the movie maybe help bankroll it or something and maybe she would have met Julian and they would have gotten together. But then they both would have left <laughs> yes. and moved to, like, California or something. Like, she comes in right. periodically and then she leaves. 
Yeah. And that would have been better because um, you at least get this, you at least get the implication that they are moving on with their lives mm -hmm. and that they're on to bigger and better things. And that this period of toxic drama and like growing pains for all of them has led to something, has allowed them to become people who can now go out into the world and prosper. Um mm -hmm. It kind of reminds me of Degrassi. Degrassi made the correct decision in realizing very soon into their eighth or ninth season that we don't care about them after they leave high school um, because we want more for them. They need to kind of stop being so intertwined in each other's lives. When are they going to like reach the precipice of their growth and go and venture out into the world? If you keep tracking them, we're never going to get that send off for them mm -hmm. and that kind of in closure with that character. So it's like, get them out of here. Let them go be right off into the sunset. And that's why it's really interesting, too, especially with Brooke, but also with Peyton, because their family don't live there. Like, with with the Scots, like Lucas, Lucas and, Nate, and Nathan, it makes, even not even with Lucas, because his mama dipped after Keith died. She's like, I'm not being here anymore. Goodbye. Because she yeah. did the right decision. Leave the toxic place behind. Yeah. And she should have brought Lucas with her. But... I understand why Nathan and Haley was there because once he got his injury, I think it was better for them to be in One Tree Hill being around things that that can help him because, you know, she was she was a teacher. And so, like, I guess she wanted to go work at her whole high school. I would never want to work at my old high school. Why would you do that? But anyway. <laughs> I interviewed at <laughs> in my old high school. <laughs> oh. um, to each his own. But I understand why Haley and Nathan was there. But there was no reason why Brooke... And Peyton went back to One Tree Hill. There's no reason. I understand that Brooke Peyton was sad about Lucas about to get married, but there should be no reason why she was so sad that she went to One Tree Hill. Go to New York to go see Brooke. Why would you go to One Tree Hill? You could have just went to New York. Yeah. Make make it make sense. But it's like, right. oh, no, she's going to do her record label. Why? Why would she do that in One Tree Hill when she could have did that in Brooklyn? And, yeah. you know, like in New York. Like, what I always think all the hipsters live in Brooklyn. So she could have did that in New York City. Like, why was she? And we could have, you know. And like I said, they come down, you know, for Jamie's birthday. Or when she has the second baby. Or, you know, like I said, when they're about to make the book into a movie. Like, they go, they come down for that, but they did not need to all still be there. Like, why is Mouse there? Make it make sense. Right, yeah. Well, I mean, a part of it, too, is they never really introduced strong new characters. They had nine seasons, and all of the and any new characters they introduced were just people who had come into their lives, not like, not like a next generation of students that we care about or anything like because it's nine years we're gonna take this core group do absolutely every single thing on this green earth that we could do with them yes. and still just use and reuse them and never give the viewers anything new to care about um and never give these characters closure because we need to keep them here because we need to keep doing things to them for storylines. Uh, so yeah, so they really could have introduced a couple of new characters in like season five or six. And then that way they can retire a few old characters somewhere else and 
and have a new little group they could focus on and then have the old characters come back every now and then. You know, keep Nathan and Haley there, sure, and everyone else can come visit, but maybe introduce a couple new characters that are related to Nathan and Haley. So now we have a new core group. They did that in season five when Nathan and Lucas started coaching the coaching the one tree the the tree hero ravens and they sucked and they and they went to go help them out because you know Nathan had his injury so he didn't think he's going to play basketball anymore so he went to go coach and they had Quentin and I think Quentin could have been great and then they killed him off in that season yeah why like why like. Out of all the characters, why would you kill off one of the newest characters who could have could have been something? Could have had the the character arc that Nathan had. Like he could have just like him and his group of basketball. You know, like I said, Nathan and Haley are still there. Nathan is coaching the basketball team. Haley is a is a teacher at the school. You know, right? That, that and like they could have did that. And like I said, Lucas could have came to help out sometimes. Skills, I, I, I also thought that Skills was gonna be a high school teacher, but I think he becomes a like. Does he become like a like a primary school teacher? Anyway, I don't know. Actually, I don't know what Skills does because they never say. <laughs> I don't think they ever really <laughs> mentioned what Skills do. But I also would have thought Skills would have become a teacher as well. Um, and then they could have worked at the school, and then Skills and Nathan would have coached the team, and Haley would have been a teacher, and everyone else came for mini scurry arcs throughout the seasons. And that was right. this would have been it. And it would have been a great show. And you would have had the new kids and you could have still focused on them and you still have some of the old cast. And they can like flash back to the crazy things that happened. Yeah. Maybe they would have maybe the new kids would have found the time capsule cape. Yeah. Something like that. Um something. Yeah. <laughs> Better than it was. Like I do think like right. I think I understand what they were doing. Oh sorry. I understand what they were doing, but it's just it didn't coalesce, which means that I don't think they needed a reboot. Yeah, yeah. Because since they didn't do anything to pass the torch, uh, nine seasons was overkill. And I think whenever you have mm-hmm. a series that like goes overkill, like there's no need or desire. That's why no one's out here calling for an One Tree Hill reboot. That's why in this People are, though. Series- but I think it's because well, they're I mean, so diehard fans, friends. of course, because they're not thinking logically or rationally about what a reboot <laughs> would look like. They just want to see their show back. But, like, actual, like, people who are just looking for good TV, they're not saying, like, oh, you know what would be a really good show to reboot? One Tree Hill. No one's saying that. It's just these little diehard fans out here on Reddit threads that, like, can't give the show up. Um, uh, so it's not, like, one that you hear, like, mm-hmm. on the top of a conversation. Like, community you were hearing at the top of conversations because it it did have, like, there was still some more room to grow. Um, and, like, other shows that have gotten reboots in the past couple years, like, you've heard kind of in the mix it was never really a shock when they got reboots it would be a shock to me if suddenly one tree hill got a reboot um particularly because chad michael murray is just seems like he's on the hallmark train now for the rest of his life Um, i mean a check is a check but i also think that if it is a reboot it would just be i think it would go the gossip girl route it's still in they'll go to the same school it's about the same school Yeah, and like I said, maybe if anyone will come back, it will be Haley and Nathan. Nathan is now he will coach the, the Treaty Ravens, and Haley is still a teacher. Yeah, but since they didn't really like allow us to enjoy what it would look like to have um, new people in One Tree Hill, I think no one would be interested in that. Like maybe to see Nathan and Haley, but um, 
the people who would be coming back to watch a One One Tree Hill reboot uh, are the only people who stayed with the show. And the people who stayed with the show uh, really only liked the core group. So, because they never gave us anything new. Uh, I mean, I agree, but I feel like Gossip Girl, I don't like Gossip Girl, like the new reboot, like that is just, it's not a TV show for me, but people tend to like it, I, I you know, like, it's still, run, like, you know, it had a second season, it did, you know, I heard that it was, I heard it was better than season one, but also as much, but more chaotic, Um, but yeah. So maybe it could it could go if it goes does anything it would be a gossip girl route and not a that's nineties show route. Yeah, if it does do a reboot. Well, you know, listeners, y'all can go back and listen to our gossip girl um show. But this, so this is the last thing I'll say related to like that point. Um, gossip girl did a better job at having new and interesting characters throughout the series. So then when you see the reboot. You get there's enough potential for Easter eggs where it doesn't feel done already, even through the mm-hmm. first season. You get to see like, oh, a character comes up and you're like, oh my gosh, that was that character from those like those two seasons there, uh, or they mm-hmm. make a mention to something, or like someone passes through. I mean, with there being really only like five main characters for nine seasons, what kind of like oh, Lucas comes for a visit, and everyone's like, oh my gosh, Lucas, yay! And then there's really, like, no other, not a lot of other callbacks they can do to the original series. Peyton, Brooke, they come back for a visit, okay, that's it. Like, those are the, they just, um, there wouldn't be, like, that kind of, they couldn't do what Gossip Girl did with that. I don't know, it's hard to explain, but I just think it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be like the Gossip Girl reboot. They wouldn't have the fuel they needed to make it interesting for both the old fans and new fans. I just don't think it's in the cards for them. That's fine. I I am perfectly content with the original. <laughs> I don't need to see a reboot. Um, because like I feel like the flash forward just gave me everything that I needed. And what I would want from a reboot would mean that they will have to push it back because too much time has passed for what I would have wanted. So, like, it would have been great to see, like, Jamie in high school and and Nathan having to be a dad to, like, uh, so kind of like a, like a cyclical kind of thing. Yeah. Um, But I don't need to see that because now it's been 10 years and Jamie would have been now, like, 20. (laughs) Like, it's, like, too late. And I'm totally fine with that. Um, so yeah, it's like a show that I don't really need to see a reboot for. If I do see a reboot, I feel like I, I would imagine it would be like Euphoria without the drug. <laughs> Not to compare everything to Euphoria, but it was very much Euphoria like the the romance, the cheating, the all that stuff yeah. without the drugs. You know, HBO has to, yeah. you know, of course, HBO has more sex and drugs and, like, that kind of stuff. But I think the coreness of it, of course, because it was in 2000, so it was more like 91210 than it was Euphoria. But I think, um, I think, like, anything they're going to do is going to be more in that realm than, and I just don't want to see it. It's okay, though. We could have our, we could love our shows in the past. <laughs> <laughs> Um. Yeah. So, would you say then, Ty, that you know the show really well? 
Um, I think I do. Like, I think I watched it enough times. I think I watched it fully maybe... I would say probably seven times all. I will lie. Not seven times all the way through. Probably seasons one through six. So with the core, core cast, like before Peyton and Lucas left, I probably watched that seven times. Seven, six, seven, season seven, eight, and nine, I'll probably watch like two or three. Like I watched it in the original. Like I was like I was watching it every week. But then um I don't really watch it in my binging of the show. So do you feel like you could pass an extremely challenging trivia quiz? <laughs> extremely challenging? I think so. I think I can. I I think I can. Right. <laughs> well, I should now. have one here for you. <laughs> Yay! Um, and it says, if you can get 9 out of 10 on this extremely challenging one Tree Hill quiz, you're a true fan. So, I think this might be the one I do not. I don't do know. I mean, at. it sounds like you've you're very I, experienced in this show I am. um and you do love it and sometimes that's all it takes it is okay. I, I will just say real quick though i always love how these these trivia quizzes are titled uh very like gatekeepy it's like if you can get a nine out of ten on this extremely challenging quiz then you're a true fan i feel like i feel like that is such a high bar for to call someone a true fan i think here and now everyone can agree that you are a true fan of this show why do you need to <laughs> why do you need to know like be able to remember and recall very specific trivia it's just funny how all the trivia quizzes are like that mm-hmm. if you if you can ace this you're a true fan true fan i okay. say like a 70 and above <laughs> is a true fan yeah Especially for nine seasons of a show. Especially how it also depends on how intricate these questions are. Okay, I'm ready. Oh, you know what's crazy? It's not multiple choice. <laughs> that's okay, that's fan. fine. You know what? That means that's why why they're like you're a true fan because you cannot <laughs> guess. <laughs> okay, um, all right. So and listeners, you know, take you know, if you're if you think you wanna uh, test yourself, you can take it along with us. Um if you wanna stop and try to take it before we do it real quick. Uh, you're welcome to. We're going to put the link in the description of the episode, but pause the episode here or you're about to hear the answers. <laughs> <laughs> that was your fair warning. Uh, all right, Ty, you ready for the first question? Yes. All right. How many siblings does Haley have? Damn it. Okay. <laughs> not already. Uh, <laughs> you know, not already. Honestly, I... I if I was I, doing this quiz, this is where I'd be lost too because I don't remember a single. I, I know they mentioned she has a big family. I don't remember seeing a single person in her family. Well, you, you saw Taylor because Taylor slept with Nathan. I didn't see her. I guess I know that storyline, but I didn't see her. I read about. The oh story well, she comes in season <laughs> two. She comes in season two, and that's when you find out because there's like a story arc when she's like, because she's like the the rebel or whatever, like the and. But anyway, um, so Quinn and Haley, Quinn and Taylor are the ones you only, you're the one you actually see. But I want to say she has six siblings. Six. If, she, if right, it's let's... not six siblings, but yeah, six siblings. It's not six. six. Not six. Do you want me to tell you the answer? Know. Is it higher than six? I don't know. <laughs> Just give me oh. that info. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Oh no! I don't. You can get one more guess, and then it's an, and then we'll say it's a give up. We'll say you get two guesses for each of these questions. I really thought like so. I it might be that she that she is one of six, or maybe five. All right. If not five, nope. then seven. 
You can't have three yeses. Okay. <laughs> All right, I'll put it in the yes we'll see. No, it's not that either. Oh All right, God, it is... Many... Wait, what? Okay, so this quiz is glitchy because it, it is six, but it said that six was wrong. <gasps> so it is six. Okay. You got it right. See. We only see, like you said, we only see two of Haley's sisters, Quinn and Taylor. However, an older sister, Vivian, and three older brothers are mentioned. Yes, so I remember. Right. <sighs> Man. All right. Well, they now I don't know there. how the rest of this is going to go because apparently it's not going to tell me whether it's right or not. <laughs> okay. It's fine. It's fine. Um. All right. What is Peyton's adoptive mother's name? Oh, shoot. Ellie is the, is her actual mother um, that you find out. And you find out that she has cancer and she dies. Uh, <laughs> all of the season three and then she gets a, and then And then Peyton gets addicted to cocaine. And thinks Pete wins. <laughs> Neither here nor there. Uh, <laughs> I don't think you got to those episodes when she, when she dates. Pete wins from Fall Out Boy. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and Jake has to come back to like set her set her straight over there. Oh does she act, does is it Pete Wentz who's playing himself? He's playing like yeah, he's playing like a um version of himself. That's ridiculous. I wanna <laughs> say Anna. We're gonna go with Anna. Anna. You are correct. Ba 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 ba! Look at that. What is the name of the celibacy group in high school? Clean teen. Clean teen. The who? The clean teens. The clean. You said the clean <laughs> teens. Yes. That is ridiculous. <laughs> the clean teens. Clean teens. Clean teens. Ridiculous. And he wears the shirts. And That's absurd. Everywhere they go. <laughs> um, you are correct. Brooke, Rachel, Chase, and Shelly were all members at one point. The clean yes. teens. Mm -hmm. What a stigma. Because, <laughs> yes. And Chase, because it was a whole thing, because I don't know if you watched Laguna Beach, like the, the reality of Chase. He's an actor, but he his name, real name is Steven. And Steven was on Laguna Beach and he left Laguna Beach to be on One Tree Hill. So it's like words collide. Wow. <laughs> All right. Name the brother and sister that moved in next door to Brooke. I don't remember their name. Felix is is the guy's name. And try Anna. Wasn't that Peyton's mom? I don't know why I'm thinking of Anna. Oh, Anna? Like, like what's going You're right. It's Felix and Anna. <laughs> Felix and Anna Tagaro? Yes. Um, Felix is um the guy from Boys in Motion and <laughs> from, from, from um, and he also played a Power Ranger and he also is in Bring It On In It to Win It. Wow. I do not That's know why you remember him first. <laughs> huh? Uh, how many people have Brooke and Peyton both hooked up with? Three. Ooh. I'm going to say three. Nathan, Lucas, Julian. You are correct. 
What number is Nathan's high school jersey? 23, like uh, Michael Jordan. Right. And that's the tattoo that Haley gets, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what's the name of Karen and Keith's daughter? Is it Lily or Lillian? It is Lily. Lily Rose Scott. Her, Jamie and Lily always have that, that weird argument that people have, like, I'm your, I'm your aunt. And she's like, when Jamie's like, I'm older than you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh, I know the answer to this next one. Oh, or an it? answer. Um. Mm-hmm. Name one of the books Lucas writes. Um. The f- one of them is named the Comet, which is pretty much his love for what's her name, Peyton, because that's what she used to call her. her um, yeah. Isn't his first one an unkindness of ravens? Yeah, because we yeah, have ravens. That's their like group name. Yeah, and it's about so them said, in high school. She so said the comet, right? The comet. Yes. C O M E T. Yep, you are correct. So it was yeah, it was the comet and an unkindness of ravens. So so far, you got them all right. What's the name of the all ages nightclub that Karen owned? Which is no way that she could have did that. Um, why can I not remember the name of that club? Let's go to the. I'm all. We're all at the. Uh, I'm tired of like. Put myself in. Because <laughs> <laughs> I know. So the back red. Red bedroom records is the. It's like. That's where she. That's like the records label. Mm-hmm. It's probably something stupid like the mix or like. I bet at some point I, Lucas like said, I have to go help my mom at the. She only she was only there for maybe the first. Because remember, she leaves like Karen leaves right. like very early. Like I think she I think she does it. Maybe to like season four, and they kind of like Peyton kind of takes it over, kind of, and Haley like helps her. What is it? I'm I, this is my one. I'm gonna the one that up. you miss. Yeah, I'm the, I All don't right, know. Let's hope you don't miss the next one then. Um, it's trick without trick. I don't T R I C trick. I knew it. Trick. God. All right. There's one last question. All right, mm-hmm. so if you get this right, you're a 9 out of 10. You're a true fan. But if you get this wrong, it's 8 out of 10. And you're mm-hmm. not a true fan. I'm not this is a match fan. point. Okay. okay. What is the name of Lucas and Peyton's daughter? Sawyer Brooke Scott. <laughs> Sawyer. You know, I don't, probably not. You could just put Sawyer, but yes. Um, no, yeah, it's just it just says Sawyer. All right. Because she did the same. I don't know who told them. To name their kids their last their maiden last name, the name of their best friend, and then Scott. <laughs> yeah, I mean, especially you know, Brooke. Like you literally, we all both dated him. She was almost pregnant by him. In you know any what? show where a young person has a baby, they have to name the baby after something or after someone. They can't just name the baby. It's got to be named mm-hmm. after something. Mm-hmm. It's giving very Renesmee. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs>
Um, yeah. So you nine out of ten. Congratulations, you're a true fan of One Tree Hill. I mean, like we didn't already know that. Um, I think I think if you were gonna miss one on that, I think you missed the right one because that is such an inconsequential detail and no one cares. I knew it was true. <laughs> I don't know why. Like I like I said mix. I was like, because I knew it was something dumb, like like who, something like, something like short and like one syllable, yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's okay. If that's you, just missed one, so you're good. Uh, so congratulations, you're a true fan. I'm an anti fan. I don't like the series. Um, and but I think we can both agree that it doesn't really need a reboot, as we discussed no. earlier. Uh, so any th- final thoughts before we close this out? I mean, I love a good teen drama. Like, <laughs> the bad, like, you know, I I love them all. And it's going to be very hard-pressed for me to find one that I truly do not like. Yeah. Even the first two seasons of Riverdale got me. <laughs> they got me. <laughs> this, yeah, there's not that many teen dramas, especially maybe, like, current ones, because I just, you know... I guess because I watched Wednesday, so I guess that's like a teen drama, and I watched Stranger Things, mm-hmm. um, and I watched the first two seasons of Before. I'm not going back to Euphoria because the second season kind of like I, I'm I'm bowing out, but uh, but they could at least get me for a first season. So yes, yeah, it's, it's very hard pressed for me to find one that I do not like. But you can only take so many of these t- teen dramas where they start to just start, like all look the same, and I feel like I feel like it's what we said before, where it's like if you didn't watch this as a teen you're not mm-hmm. going to be able to get into it now. And that's like the case yeah. with me. Like, I, I can't watch this as an adult and get into it. You had to oh, very yeah. much be they in the... stupid decisions. Yeah. <laughs> like, really bad decisions. <laughs> I think if I had watched this at the time that I was, like, watching Secret Life American Teenager and, and stuff like that, I, I probably would have been into it. Um, I, not, I don't think nine seasons into it, though. I don't think I would have lasted the full nine seasons, but mm-hmm. I, I would have liked at least the first couple. I would have been mm-hmm. here for it um all right so um we are listeners moving into 2023 we are unfortunately making some changes and i think one of the big ones is that we will be moving to bi-weekly episodes so you're gonna have to wait a little bit for each one but that's okay um i think the episodes are long enough where you know this this means you have two whole weeks to listen to an episode before you get another one so if you want to break it up put it in half break it in half um, you're welcome to, uh, and you know, we'll, we'll try to post a little more things on social media to like, kind of help you guys in the interlude between, but just, you know, with both of us being in grad school and this is Ty's last semester. So focusing on graduating and all that stuff, uh, we're here for it. We're here for the personal and career and, um, all these developments in 2023. And, uh, so we just kind of have to, make some sacrifices but uh that means that just the content we do deliver is going to be amazing because we're not going to be burnt out (laughs) yeah and also like i think we're also going to start getting into territory where we are going to have i think in the first like if we call these seasons we did very shows that we knew like from the back of our hands like it was very few shows where we actually had to like i know for me maybe rachel because i was I was pressuring Rachel to do like Gossip Girl and One Tree Hill, so she had to go and like watch those things. <laughs> but most of it, it was very easy for us to jump into it because we knew it very well. But we're getting into yeah. a point where we're going to need more 
study time. Right. To watch some of these episodes. So funny to call it study time. <laughs> but that truly is what <laughs> we do. We, yeah, I mean, like, it, we it, it's what it feels like. It feels like our homework for sure, especially when it's yeah. a show that you don't like. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, and and not only we're we're gonna have to be basically from here on out, most of the shows we choose are gonna be ones that either neither of us have seen or only one of us has seen. I think we've done mo- most, if not all, of the shows that both of us know and have seen really well because we did those first and foremost. Should we have paced ourselves a little bit with that? Yeah, but we didn't. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, so giving ourselves more time to become experts on this show, um, it was only a matter of time before that was going to become necessary. Uh, while also being able to watch things that we actually enjoy outside yes. of the homework that we do for the podcast, for sure. It was hard. It was hard. It was hard to... Um, yeah, when you have to, to watch nine seasons of a terrible show in one week, you basically Yo, don't get okay, to watch anything else. Stop this! Stop it! Um, but yeah, like I, I'm ready to see... Because it's not that many shows I've not watched. I Clearly, I have no life. Um, and... So I watched all the shows. So I'm very excited for Rachel to show me shows that she liked that I that I have not seen yet. Yeah, I can't wait. Um, I got a whole list. Mm-hmm. Um, so that being said, um, our show that we're doing, uh, for I guess in two weeks, I, I'm gonna have to get used to not saying next week. <laughs> um, <laughs> our next episode is gonna be a show that I loved. Um, a while ago, I, I need to watch the reboot, so we'll be talking about that. But um, I think it's a show that Ty has not seen. And it is Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yes, I I like Seinfeld, but I'm not a big Seinfeld fan. So I feel like I don't have like a dear, you know, rever- and reverence of Larry David and other people do. Um, I think I prefer Seinfeld over Friends, but I'm also not a really big Seinfeld fan anyway. So I'm very excited because I heard it is really funny. Um, and it's like, cause it's like a fictionalized of his life. And so I, yeah. I'm very excited to to see what what it comes about. And it's also light and fluffy, you know, compared to One Tree Hill, which was so dramatic. Right. Yeah. It's it's just a very unserious show. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah. So I'm excited. Uh and then we'll just go from there. So be on the lookout. Follow us on Instagram for, um, you know, future schedule updates and stuff as we figure out what this year is going to look like for us. Uh, but like I said, bi-weekly. So definitely uh, subscribe to our channel. Make sure you get those notifications and new episodes are up since they'll be less frequent. Um, yes. All right. Yeah. So we'll catch you in two weeks. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in and have a great week. Bye. Bye.